Everyone was so comfortable going in the change rooms and all that kind of stuff when it was normal Bernie teams playing. When, like, Carlton played there, me and my dad and my brothers just went into the change rooms just <laughs> thinking, yeah, we get... And I had I remember they played St Kilda and so we went into the St Kilda change rooms and, like, Nicky Widmar, I don't know if you follow AFL at all, but all his stuff was just there. And my dad got a photo of me standing in Nicky Widmar's shoes. Hello and welcome along to the Community Notice Board. Jamie? Alright, hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board, a podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes and coming of age tales. We have a very special guest today, we have comedian and host of the podcast, Don't You Know Who I Am, it's Josh Earl, how are you going mate? I'm good, thanks for having me on. No worries. Thanks for coming. Very excited to discuss Bernie Tasmania with you. Yeah, 7320 is the postcard. (laughs) (laughs) It is pronounced Bernie, right? Yeah. Like every <laughs> yeah. uh, every town we get, we go in thinking it's pronounced something, and then it's Bernie or something, and we yeah. just it's so screw funny it up the whole app. So I moved from Bernie to Launceston, and Launceston locals are very adamant that it's Launceston, not Launceston. Yeah, Launceston. Lawn, even, even though yeah. it was named after a, a city called Launceston, but they're like, yeah. no, we're going to say it this this way. Yeah, we've already got it down <laughs> pat. It's like oh, when um, Americans call it. Melbourne, and you get yeah. really mad at them, but it's also yeah. it's probably correct. It's yeah. better than Melbourne. Uh, you know, it is a lot more accurate to say it that way. But uh, yeah, because they have a Melbourne in Florida as well, so right. you understand why they're saying yeah. it that way. They've got right. every right to yeah. call it. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Oh man. So Bernie, um, what's what's yeah, Bernie yeah. like? Give us give us a bit of a rundown of the vibe. All right. So it's a coastal town in Tassie. It's uh, when I was there. I was there from eighty one to ninety eight. And then I, when I was 17, I moved to go to uni. And so for the first 10, 10, 12 years, it was a big industrial town. So it's a port town. It's If you've ever been to Newcastle, it's similar to Newcastle. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. The, when I was there, the industry was uh, paper. So a lot of logging, a lot of wood chips. Wood chips just sit on the foreshore. And there's like three huge piles of wood chips. On yeah, the I've read a lot about that wood chip pile and yeah. like... There was oh, some plan to storm it recently. I don't know if you saw oh, that. Oh, I didn't see that, no. It was like a Facebook event went out. It was like, on this date, we're all storming the wood chip pile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's it, like... It, yeah, and then they, they the cops told them to get rid of that. And so they had stormed the wood chip pile. The cops told them to take it down. Then someone made a new event called... Um, let's all safe and legally approach the woodship pile. <laughs> so it's just like, like a very good way to get around that. I mean, I was, in, in yeah. terms of mass gatherings in a city, it's probably much more preferable to what's happening in Sydney at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even if you'd had a mass gathering in Burnie, it's only like 16,000 people. You're not going to get that many people anyway. Well, yeah. Yeah, all right. Try and climb some mulch. It's not really going to do much damage. So there was that. And then all the, like, so all the, pollution from the pulp mill factory so it's reflex paper used to get made there they mm. just pump it into the ocean so if you were driving through the town the ocean was orange oh my it was just God. this weird thing and it had a real smell to it and everyone used to hate coming to bernie because it smelt and so they used to really do the pumping on a tuesday or wednesday and that day was when the housewives of bernie knew not to hang out their washing because oh it would just smell <laughs> it would just have this smell to it so there was, was that like, and also not far from there was a there was a paint factory a paint pigment factory called dioxide and that was the same thing they would just pump but they would obviously had a pipe going out further than just the foreshore because there'd just be a pocket of just whatever color that paint they were making just out in the middle of the like the water there just, right. you'd get like oh wow it's really purple out there and then you just have this <laughs> foam on the beach it was disgusting <laughs> just look at that sunset and it's like oh it's yeah. just ju- it's just a it's just you know dulux cherry red or something yeah. like that's yeah. all it is it's that really building. seems like an oversight that someone should fix just being able to <laughs> pump shit into the ocean and yeah they're not there now they've, they've, they've cleaned it up and it was this weird thing so for like they all those factories got shut down or they realized it was cheaper to do it somewhere else and so the city kind of changed what it was and they didn't know what it was for many years and then they've realized oh we're we're on the beach. We should showcase the beach. 
And so now the beach is really nice and people go swimming in it. But me and my brothers laugh going, there's no way as kids we would have ever went swimming in the Bernie, Bernie Beach. Like it's, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just this foamy stuff on the beach, disgusting. And now people are like, oh yeah, let's go out there. Like, All right, cool. You come home with a tan, but it's just from yeah. the pigments. You know, it's just a, <laughs> I've got a nice glow happening right now. I was uh, just thinking how ropeable you'd be if you were a transplant to Bernie, a new kid starting school being like, I want to impress everyone. And your mum yeah. makes the fatal mistake of putting the washing out on the wrong yeah. Everyone's like, the new kid stinks like shit. Yeah, it's like, God damn it. But um, I don't know if you blokes know this, Josh, you probably did, but uh, that the, there's a Midnight Oil song called Bernie yeah. based, on the, uh, based on the pollution, apparently. It's, yeah, it's not complimentary. How can no, we say there's a Bernie? Yeah. 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 That's a, they said that they were performing at the Menai Hotel in Bernie in the late 70s when Peter Garrett reputedly looked out of his hotel room window and saw a pile of wood chips on the waterfront framed by smoke belching from the stacks of the pulp mill. Yeah. And then he wrote that song. Yeah, Shit. so the the Menai, uh, I think my mum worked at the Menai for a while, so she may have been working there then, but it's now called the King of Bernie, which is a very <laughs> weird name. Like, it's like, cool. But um, the Menai used to have all the, like, all bands, like the Australian bands, so Cold Chisel played the Menai. It was one of these things that people always talk about, oh, yeah, I saw this band at the Menai. That was a yeah. yeah, big one. Right. Yeah, well, um, right. speaking speaking of uh, kings, I wanted to ask you about a tweet I saw about um, the time the Queen and and Prince Philip. Yeah, so, so I suppose this... not speaking of kings at all. It's a queen and a prince. <laughs> <laughs> so in '88, this is when the factories were both like booming, and burn the population was over twenty thousand. And so the Queen was on her bicentennial tour of Australia, and they stopped into Burnie for. Like a stop, and they declared it there a city. So before that, it was a town. So apparently, if it's over twenty thousand people, it's classified a city. Right. And oh. so, I remember. So we were at school that day, and then we all got taken on a on a bus down to the football oval, which is called West Park Oval. And it's actually the oval itself is on a little bit of a lean. Like if you stand at one end of the goal square, you can't see the other goal square. Like. It's 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 got, it's got a dip in it, yeah. but we're all in the stands, all and every kid from Bur- and the Queen and her husband were doing a lap of honour around around the thing. But because of the smell, they didn't wind the windows down. They kept the windows open, so we couldn't really see the Queen and Prince Philip in the back of the car. And just so a car, yeah, it was yeah. just a car doing some donuts. Doing donuts, yeah. yeah. So I was like, it's like they'd won the Brownlow Medal. It was like, like a, a lap of the oval, and all those kids were waving, and. We couldn't see if they were waving back. And then it was just, okay, so we got driven down there. There was all this fanfare. Oh, the Queen's going to do a lap of honour. They do the lap and then just drive off. And then we just go back to school. And it was like, oh, cool. We saw the Queen. Or did we just see a really nice car? Yeah. In, in Bernie, a lot of kids were more happy to see the cool car. Than yeah. But then the Queen actually went to the Bernie Civic Centre. for. They had a luncheon there. And my mum worked there at the at the civic centre, and she was a barmaid there. And so my mum served she served the Queen and Prince Philip, and Prince Philip kept on saying to her, "I'll have an Irish tea, heavy on the Irish, which means just put whiskey in my teacup, please." <laughs> I'd like you to put a, a tea bag into some whiskey, yeah. please, yeah, <laughs> so, and bump it around. Yeah. So my my mum was like, okay. And so afterwards, my mum stole the the wine glasses that the Queen used and it still had the lipstick on it. She didn't wash it. Wow. She just kind of put it in a bag. And then the plate. And it's like ah. this kind of dinner plate, which has the Bernie insignia on it. And for years, her dog, she doesn't have a dog anymore, but the dog ate off the off the plate. <laughs> that was, uh, That's for not winding your window down, Elizabeth. Yeah, you know? no, but she was like, my mum was like, no, I like the Queen. I just... The, the dog Zoe, she was yeah her mum's favourite. So, yeah. Your mum could also, uh, you know, plant evidence against the Queen committing oh, a yeah. crime now. You know, just like <laughs> just kill someone and then leave that at the scene. The Queen gets dragged yeah, to burning. Just framing Prince Philip being like he's a drunk. He kept yeah. asking the Irish up everything. Yeah. That's a, so cool. He's got a pretty good that. alibi right now. I think Prince Philip. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah>. Unimpeachable. <laughs> That's crazy. I love that the Queen used to go to that. And just, I can imagine their head at that point, just going to these small towns, having a lunch, oh. driving around, just like, what are we, what yeah. is this, you know? Every town must be the same like that. You just go, yeah. all right, and just got to meet all the, like, important people of the town and then drive off. It's yeah. like, just go, oh, this must suck. No wonder he's <laughs> drinking all the time. But it w- yeah. wasn't long after that that the, 
the pulp mill then had a whole bunch of layoffs and a lot of people left and then was it, it was like five years after that the whole thing actually shut down and so it went oh. from being a city like over up to 25,000 people I think it was at the height and then 7,000 people left and it went back down and just numbers were dwindling so it was like it's a city but it's not really a city no man so they don't take city away yeah you no, go back to town. once you've got it you've got it yeah. you've got to fly the queen back out to take it back yeah. <laughs> she's not coming back um, yeah that's crazy I wanted to, and you mentioned it just before off air, but I was researching a little bit about Bernie and there was a bit of a, um, a bit of a controversy around the town website where, yeah. uh, I don't know if you guys, did you guys find no, this? No. Nah. Well, basically, I don't know what happened was a guy, a YouTuber, I think like a, a YouTube personality whose name is Bernie. And so he'd registered Bernie.com years ago. And he, there was this newspaper article where the mayor was de- flat out denying it, but apparently the mayor had been in contact with him trying to buy the rights to the name Bernie.com and he wasn't giving it up. And he said, I'll give it to you if you have a parade in my honour where you fly me out and I lead the parade and then <laughs> you have to erect a statue of me in, in the park. And, uh, you know, I, I think he wanted like a can of fossas in one hand and like a platypus in the other hand. And... um. And apparently while all this negotiating was going on, his mate had got onto the website and redirected it because it used to just be blank. It was just Bernie.com went nowhere. But this mate of his uh, changed it so that whenever somebody logged on to Bernie.com, it just went to a screen that said, Bernie sucks cock. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Wow. He's all That's mad a real counter friend. offer there. For yeah. the, uh, <laughs> this, guy's, this guy's wish is just what the queen had to put up with. There's this guy who wants to be flown out and driven around and have a parade in his honour. It's so funny though, because that guy sounds like he, he could come from Bernie. That is what someone from <laughs> yeah. Bernie would do. Go, oh, this yeah. is pretty funny. Yeah. And I, and I don't think the people of Bernie would be upset if there was a statue in the park of this guy. It yeah, would be like, right. oh, that's cool. That's funny. Fair that's play. a funny story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's great. I mean, uh, yeah. Imagine 50 years onwards, someone's like, who's that? And they're like, this yeah. commemorates the day that the dog was eating off the queen's dinner yeah. plate. And <laughs> this is the guy that wrote Bernie sucks cock unless he got this statue made in his honor. And they're like, what a hero. Yeah, that's so great. Oh, what's, what is the mayor so keen for a .com? Where, like, just get a dot .au. <laughs> get too, you, you know? yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, dot gonna... .gov, baby. <laughs> like, the, you're in government. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, who's ever going to a local town's website? I know. every week doing research. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the first thing I do. Someone says, this is the hometown. I'm like, all right, add .com on the end of it. Hope that's, for the best. That's what I'm like with my podcast because I'm always on LinkedIn trying to find people who share the same name with my guests and what jobs they do and it's easy to find on LinkedIn. And yeah, everyone's yeah. always like, what are people, what is LinkedIn even for? I'm like, well, I, I use it every single week. So, yeah. I, uh, yeah, just please don't take it away from me. Just stalking regional I found that just speaking of names I found this news I didn't uh, get so lucky with the research but I did find may, I don't know if this is maybe the slowest news day in the history of Bernie but uh, <laughs> I just found an article that was called uh, uh, Williams makes name for itself in Bernie phone book uh, and people with the surname Smith and Jones appear to have a rival an official review of the new Bernie telephone directory uh, has revealed that Williams is now the second most common surname <laughs> with 304 entries. Uh, it has nudged ahead of Jones on 298 entries, but still lags behind Smith with 631 families registered. Walker, Brown and Wilson around the top six. So, uh, I don't <laughs> that, know. Is so that is so funny because I know off the top of that, Tony Williams, I know so many Williams in Bernie. And also, when what was the other one? Did you say Walker was another one? Walker, uh, yeah. Brown, and Wilson round off yeah. the top six. So I don't know who's like at the news desk there counting the names in the phone book. But Also, uh, who, who's got a phone book? This is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can run a query or something. But uh, 2007, I don't know if, if Bernie was really taking off at that point. But yeah, that, uh, it seems like it's a bit of a sleepy coastal town, uh, at least yeah. until then, you know. Well, that's well, from the ABC because our, our local paper is called The Advocate. Even though mm. the word is pronounced advocate, this is going back to you, what you were talking about, but <laughs> everyone in Bernie calls it The Advocate. And uh, <laughs> my, my dad used to work for it. He, he was selling, selling ad space there. So he, he worked for years in construction. He was selling like, you know, company nuts and bolts. Then he went to real estate and the real estate boom in Bernie didn't really take off. So he got a job at the paper and didn't know anything at all about like how to 
do stuff on like Photoshop and stuff like that. And so he just kind of bummed around for 18 months, just getting other people in the office to do his job for him. He went, oh, no, I can't do this. And then he got another job. But it was like, yeah, I'm like, that paper is just fucked. <laughs> well, I mean, they, just get, not... they get the paper cheap. That's why. They, yeah. get, you know, they don't have to pay for the printed paper. Based, yeah. based on that, it might not surprise you to know that the founder of The Advocate... Uh, was illiterate. He couldn't read or write. Uh. Well, yeah, they say in the area of Bernie, 52% of the adults who live in Bernie, if they took a test, would actually be classified as illiterate. Wow. Oh, wow. In that area. and I mean, it's not like they, they can read, but I, I guess it's passing a certain... Because so, my parents both dropped out of high school. My mum my got to grade nine, my dad got to grade 10, yeah. and, mm. and that was it. And so many... Because I remember when I was there... I got offered a job in a hairdresser's when I was 16 and my parents could not, couldn't understand why I didn't say yes to it. They were like, but you go to school to get a job. You're already getting a job. Why would you not just drop out of school and go work at the hairdressers? If you don't know how to cut hair, just tell someone else to do your job (laughs) for you until you get found out. The the earls are passionate about hair, son. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, so, but that, yes. I guess those in, yeah, like those industry towns. That's what you do. Like, yeah. in, in, like I, you said, Newcastle. I'm from Newcastle, and like my granddad and uh, but on, you know, like who, who was from there it was just like yeah, 15 or whatever, and it's like straight into yeah. fixing ships and stuff because whatever the job was. It's were, you, were you in Newcastle when I don't know the guy's name, but he came in and did that whole thing where hey, all these empty spaces should be creative spaces and give really cheap rent for creative people to have like. Shop fronts and yeah, I, I I was in Sydney then. I can't. There was a I think it was Tate, John Tate or someone. There was some someone who really took it over. It's when the BHP left and yep. just had a big vacuum of foreshore space and stuff like that. And then it just filled in with yeah, like creative spaces and also yeah, bars and stuff on the foreshore. It was like the big change in New yeah. Because so yeah. I interviewed that guy on Triple R in Melbourne, and he, he met he. Found out I was from Bernie, and he said, "Oh, we tried to pitch it to Bernie, and they pretty much just told us to fuck off." Wow. Like <laughs> they said, "No, nah, we don't. We'll, we'll rather have empty spaces than have artists come in." So yeah. I was like, "Cool, <laughs> That's great." Crazy. It is it's great for a great for a stand-up comedian to yeah. hear. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just in case the paper comes back, you know what yeah. I mean? We're just trying to keep it there. In this, case. The story of the paper guy is pretty interesting because, like, the guy his name is Robert Harris. He's the he was the son of a convict. And so his, uh, and it was his mother that got sent sent down to Tasmania for stealing forty yards of silk, uh, forty yards of silk, and a a plate from the Queen. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) seems like a bit of silk. Doesn't seem like you should get a life sentence, which is what she got. Uh, So they sent her there. She was twenty six years old, and so Robert, the founder of that advocate, was only twelve months old when he moved there. He couldn't read or write. Eventually, most, most people at 12 months can't read and write. Yeah. So I feel like I just want to make that. Not really? Clear. I was reading the New Yorker at 12 months, forming opinions about the dirtbag left in 1986. Being like, it's going to take off. Um, but um, they, um, he eventually obviously became this huge guy but all the convict references were apparently scrubbed from his obituary in The Advocate. Um, but the, the interesting thing is that he got an apprenticeship and the rules of the apprenticeship were pretty... The, let's just say they wouldn't fly in 2021. It's like if you're an apprentice, you know... You're Mandatory your... blackface every day. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> probably one went of, the wrong way probably, with it, Probably one of the suburbs we found so far that doesn't have a blackface scandal in its <laughs> two Google pages <laughs> that I know of. But... um. So to be an apprentice, uh, then you couldn't, um, you must not fornicate or get married. So you can't fuck, you can't get married, you can't play cards, you can't play dice, and you can't, you can't haunt ale houses, which is so like basically, if you're an apprentice back in these days, like being a priest, yeah, Yeah. essentially, you're taking the vow, and then um, yeah, this guy. the apprenticeship must have worked for him because he founded this paper and he founded the Wellington Times in uh, in Burnie as well f- after living in New Zealand for a number of years. Well, he didn't realize it, it, Wellington Times, he just called it from the New Zealand town. Like he just <laughs> was like, he didn't realize you're supposed to call it up. It was Wellington in <laughs> Burnie as well, is it? 
Oh, I thought you were saying that he aspirationally looked yeah, at the I was like, I'm going to call it the Wellington <laughs> well, Times. Well, maybe he didn't understand. He worked for the Wellington Times in Wellington, moved to Bernie and started the Wellington Times because he thought <laughs> that's what you He's called like, all the no, newspapers. It's, it's a really popular paper. I reckon it'll do well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, franchise this thing. Um, uh, I wanted to though. see, Josh, if you'd ever heard of uh, this bloke, um, Adam Brooks. He's a liberal... Uh, member of the Liberal Party and in the electorate that sort of encompasses yep. Bernie. Um, and he was <laughs> embroiled Biden? in a bit of a scandal where he um, he he's met a woman on OkCupid. This is in 2019. And um, they sort of, they, they kicked it off and she thought of him as Terry. So he was Terry Brooks. Yep. And um, every time, I think she was from somewhere maybe Sydney or, or Newcastle or somewhere in New South Wales. But obviously he's, he's traveling around quite a bit and he's seeing this woman. And uh, every time they, they go out, um, he's kind of coy around his credit cards and things. And she catches, she catches a glimpse of one credit card that says Adam Brooks. And she, she knows him as Terry and she's going, what, you know, what's, what's going on here? And he goes, oh, that's, that's my cousin. That's my cousin cool. Adam Brooks. You know, I, I just use his credit card for tax purposes. <laughs> Smooth <which> save. <laughs> Love that. I don't know. Not a middle name situation. Or, yeah, you know, well, I've never worked for the ATO, but I don't think that's a, just a, some sort of tax loophole where you're allowed Wouldn't, to use your cousin's credit card. Surely you just say, oh, everyone calls me Terry. It's a long yeah, story, but my long. actual legal name is Adam. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's short for Adam. I know, I actually bashed a guy called uh, Adam Brooks and like, yeah, what a, what a stupid thing. You stole my cousin's <laughs> yeah. credit card, yeah. you know. And then, um, and then eventually she, she got a text message that wasn't, it didn't, didn't say what it was, but it said it was clearly not meant for her. So he sent somebody in or miss sent a text message to her meant for somebody else. And again, that, pointed to adam brooks and so she finally she's like what's going on and he sends her a uh a victorian driver's license for i don't know if you can see that that's for terry yeah. brooks yeah, oh, yeah. terry so Richard brooks yeah he's but he's just photoshopped this and he said <laughs> and he sent it he sent it that text message a picture of a, a a license with the name terry brooks and the uh an accompanying text saying i'm real see <laughs> yeah, this guy's good. in so deep. Sure, yeah. Surely you just make up. Ha oh, when I was a kid, I wore a Terry Telling hat, and everyone started calling me Terry. Yeah. So yeah. Any, I go by Terry, but my actual legal name is Adam. Like it's absolutely just, any it's, number of excuses is go, better oh, than I'm committing fraud. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm learning Photoshop at night. So I'm just doing all these night classes. But, he, but what happened was she eventually, which again, I don't know why she didn't do this on the first instance, but then she just Googles Adam Brooks and sees <laughs> yeah. a photo of him, a, yes. a local they member were of meant parliament. They for each other, these two. A <laughs> disgraced member of parliament, by the way, who'd been kicked out for some other scandal involving oh. like getting rid of incriminating emails. But yeah, now, yeah, so he just got done for ha having a fake license to trick a woman from OKQ. So what did she do? She went to the press then, I guess? Like I think, yeah, she went to the press and this guy, like, he, I mean, he's a piece of work. He's had that many scandals and every time it's, uh, you know, I didn't mean to, I would never hurt anybody. It's not in my nature. <laughs> I just love his long-term, because he must have been dating this woman in a way, right? It wasn't like just some one-night stand. So what was his long-term plan forever? <laughs> yeah. Just, Legal just, name change. Just yeah. always hoping she doesn't Google uh, you know, Adam or whatever it fucking was. Like, yeah, just yeah. forcing his best mate of 20 years to be like, in the best man speech, you've got to come up with a story about how I became Terry. The it's, Terry Tao thing that Josh yeah. mentioned, pretty on the podcast, <laughs> good stuff. That's good. Let's take it from community notice board. <laughs> that whole um, area, though, so with politics, so the, it's I think it's the Braddon area, and yeah. our local member for many years was Sid Sidebottom. And whenever, whenever it was a cartoon yeah, villain, exactly. if I've ever heard. <laughs> whenever it was like time for re-election, and all the posters would go up, his would get stolen so often because people loved like, his name's Sid Side, but what a funny name! Yeah. yeah. And so, the other member now is Jackie Lambie's from that area. Yes. And so she's very. And when it first came out, and I was like, oh god! But the people of Bernie, <laughs> they love her. They absolutely yeah. love her. And I think she's one of the few like. Parliamentarians who are actually like no, I'm actually I only care about the people in my constituents. I don't yeah whatever. Yeah. Like, and she's really fighting for. Well, she's from Devonport, which is a, that's our Shelbyville, that's our rival town. <laughs> right. all of them, I think, yeah. yeah, right. So, she so is she is like 
surprisingly lovable like in her like gaffes and scandals that i was researching like yeah. that thing where she was on on a radio program and just being like what are you what are you looking for in a man she's like well, he's gonna have a lot of money and, and a big old dick <laughs> i mean that's a great answer yeah. that's, that's the sort of thing that like left twitter would be like you are the worst politician ever but it would just she will get 80 percent approval rating oh, with actual yeah. people because that's, yeah. like, that's hilarious my dad loves her my yeah. dad yeah my and yeah. my dad sent me a text going uh, he actually sent me a text saying I, I guess i can't date jackie lambie these days after that she's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not enough oh, money right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just be like what? dad come <laughs> on <laughs> In the, same, mean, in the same interview, uh, some 24-year-old kid called up and said, I've just inherited a lot of money off my, you know, off my grandma or whatever, and I'm, I'm packing heat. Like, let's go on a date. And she went on a breakfast date with him. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. I That's mean, very funny. It, it's funny because, like, if she wasn't a politician, if she was, like, a pop star or a movie star, people would be like, this is the most down-to-earth person in the world. They're yeah. going after what they want. It's and it's cool, and just because she has to represent this town, people are like, oh, grub. Yeah, I I think people like that. Like people like, you know, I think populist politicians have sort of, you know, they're a bit of a stink right now with a lot of bad examples. But I think yeah. that's probably she's probably one of the better, the the, the good examples of. Well, can that I just say thing. her blind spots are very blind. That's all. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah she's yeah, got. Yeah. Some, <laughs> when she was asked about on Q and A, she was asked about climate change, and she's like, "Oh well, half the politicians say this, half of them say that," and they went, "No, no, no, no." That is not ha- not half and half. Okay, it's like ninety nine percent to one percent. <laughs> You're from an area that you know used to everyone get coloured by the smoke of paper yeah. and stuff and pumped into the ocean. I feel like she should like Tassie's a pretty like uh, yeah, it's a pretty uh, climate change uh, tapped in area, right? Like in general, or is there, yeah. is there just as I, many people are against that sort of thing? Home yeah, of the Greens, like the, yeah, the Bob Green Browns from there. But when I was growing up there, it was a real kind of like anti anti the greenies and anti the Tarkine warriors whatever it was because they wanted to stop the logging and wanted to stop all the like because they were logging uh, rainforest and it was weird growing up because now I look back and go oh they were completely wrong like you gotta this is why people like love Tasmania it's for because you know Bernie is quite close to Cradle Mountain and all these like amazing walks but the people who live there like well we need jobs yeah. And so everyone's dad worked at the paper mill. And so everyone's like, oh, well, I'm not going to complain about the pollution because that's why we've got jobs here. And mm. I don't know, it, it's it's weird. Like you can be removed from it and go, oh, no, but it's so beautiful. you got to stop the, like, you know, be on the green side, which I, I vote greens. But it's at the same time, like, oh, when you live there, I do understand that you're like going, oh, we need to actually put some food on the table here. So yeah, yeah. it's hard to, it's hard to scream at a guy's face that his yeah. job's going to be lost you yeah. know yeah. and what from four, uh, four from generations like, that their family all yeah. worked in logging and they're like yeah. no yeah. but it's like, yeah so yeah it's, we, can't, we can't all work at the hairdressers yeah <laughs> <laughs> were, were people mad about the midnight oil song when it happened do you know i don't think so i don't i think bernie's i mean it's that thing it's us against the world and tassie has a bit of that as well you, mm. you meet people from tassie they're so proud of tasmania and that is also they shit on it a lot, but it's almost like you, you know, when you make fun of your family, and then if somebody else yeah. makes fun, of them, you're like, no, no, I can do it because I, mm. I love the play. I think there's a bit of that because I joke in my show that Bernie, like, so Tassie, like, Bernie's like the Tasmania of Tasmania. Like, yeah. if you're from Tassie, anywhere else in Tassie, you will make fun of Bernie. Right. Yeah. And right. Bernie's like, all right, yeah, we cop it. But we did like so. Our rival town is Devonport. And Bernie got McDonald's before Devonport did. And that was a huge thing. Like, you know, a small town like that. Because we used to play sport against Devonport all the time. And if they'd give you shit for being from Bernie, you'd say, at least we've got McDonald's. And the kid would, they would actually get upset. It was like, yeah, it was like, ooh. Just unwrapping a cheeseburger at the yeah. halftime man. It's just like, mm, that was the thing. It's good. And all the teams around us wanted to play in Bernie so they could have McDonald's after the games. It was like, that's, yeah. That's yeah. crazy. We could I kick do the, the shit um, out of them as sports because they're always yeah. eating McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> but then afterwards, we could have the McDonald's. I, um, I love the Tasmania. Like, I saw just coincidentally because brisbane got the olympic games and there's apparently a uh, huge tasmanian tasmanian uproar about the brisbane brisbane when they hosted the commonwealth games um do you guys see this basically they did a, a map uh, like in the um 
uh, in the opening ceremony. This is Brisbane. And if you see on that uh, oh, map, yeah. Tassie's not yeah. on there. <laughs> and uh, basically the Tasmanians issue Olympic warning. So they're warning Brisbane. Like this is 82 when they did this. Warning Brisbane, don't you fuck this up again. Like we're kind of, but, but also I can just like there's there's having a chip on your shoulder, but that's pretty fucking insulting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like just uh, like not even just a little bit of a shitty little square at the bottom there. But I feel like ta that would be the chip on your shoulder, the, the proud thing with Tasmania, right? You'd almost have this like little brother situation with Australia. It's funny. I was talking to, so I can't remember the comedian, but he didn't realise that King Island and Flinders Island were part of Tasmania. He thought it was part of Victoria. Oh, and I, right. I don't know why, but I got something like, no, they're, they're ours. Like I've never <laughs> been to either place. They belong to us. Cut 10 yeah. years and Josh is just storming uh, like yeah. a, some Crimea invasion, storming, <laughs> oh, taking back our land. You know? That's, I love that though. Yeah, well, that's like, it, yeah. I mentioned the chip on the shoulder because like uh, after the midnight oil thing, uh, the advocate, like, you know that... Uh, you know that feeling when you get dumped by someone and then all you want to do afterwards is show them that you're like, I'm eating clean, I look better, I'm making yeah. better choices now. The advocate, like, years later had Peter Garrett back to Bernie and he was visiting in his role as federal education minister and basically the article by the advocate was titled Garrett now singing to a different tune. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, look who wants to look who can look who looks hot now, baby. He's, I've been doing my bench press. I've been got my all uh, my dumbbells and then it says uh Garrett returned to Bernie and was surprised about the change. Workshop Bernie Mayor Alvin Boyd showed Mr. Garrett a number of Tidy Town and Keep Australia Beautiful trophies. So he was like showing him things, being like, eh? Not so shitty now, yeah. buddy. We can call it the tidiest town. We got a subway as well, not just yeah. a Macca's, okay? We're yeah. eating healthy. I saw, though, that they recently uh, rejected a KFC in Bernie. That was like a big. Well, they, they've had KFC was the first of all those chains to be there. It had been there for years, so I think maybe they wanted to have it somewhere else. All those yeah, it was a towns, South Bernie, it says. Oh, okay, yeah, because they're all so funny. Cause I remember Launceston rejected a McDonald's in the CBD as well because right. they're like, it, it's always more litter. McDonald's patrons litter because it's almost that thing like you don't want to take home your rubbish, so you just got to get rid of the evidence. Yeah. 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 And I, I, I don't blame them. Like, every <laughs> Mac is in the CBD of a city is just revolting. Yeah, like, it's, you know, it's, it's absolutely disgusting. Yeah, so. the amount of times I've come home drunk and eaten a Hungry Jack's meal on the stoop outside my apartment, thrown it in the communal rubbish bin so Amy won't know that I've yeah. been <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, yeah. Jamie, you, I made dinner for you two hours ago. <laughs> the other chain uh, kind of takeaway place down there, it's called Prady's. It's only Tasmanian and it's just it's just potatoes that's what it, it's like f like field potatoes that oh, sounds good I it's love so a good chain. and they've got one called a year tis so y-e-r space t-i-s and i don't know what it's meant to be but it's just like a stroganoff pretty much on it right. and that was the thing that that was everyone's dad in bernie would get a prady's year tis the other kids would just get like ham and cheese maybe pineapple yeah. or sour cream but dads would all get oh no i'll get a year tis, year -tis. <laughs> that that's incredible. the mature palate so me and my friends who grew up in Bernie, who are still I'm still friends with, are like, anytime we're hungover, we're like, oh, I'd love a year tears. Uh, <laughs> year did tears you uh, did you did you feel as you got older the year tears like the dad jeans coming in and yeah. now you want a year tears? Like it's, it's like just, your first beer with your dad. Your first yeah. time you have a year tears with your dad. It's like oh, <laughs> I'm a man now. You don't really like it at first, and then nah. it grows on you. <laughs> yeah. you pretend. Yeah. Uh, Put a bit of lemonade in it. So your your mother worked at the King of Bernie. Yeah, for a, a short time. Yep. So was did that mean uh, was that around when you were a young drinker? And so were all your friends trying to get into places, and you were like, "Oh fuck, my yeah. mom works there." No, my mum then worked at the hockey complex. She was the licensee of the hockey complex, and so I would help her out occasionally, like behind the bar when I was like sixteen. Oh. But then I moved when I was seventeen. And so I didn't really go out in, but there was a couple of nightclubs. So there's Green's Nightclub, which their big thing is they always have 
mainland DJs. That's what they say. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, come uh, on, yeah. That's my yeah. European DJ. Yeah. It's like 25 bucks. And it's like, it doesn't say who, the, it just says like mainland DJs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like, <laughs> they're from Geelong. Yeah. But there's like, also another, there's one that's gone through a whole bunch of names. It was called Sirocco's for a while. And then it was called Cleopatra's. And I know it was Cleopatra's because my brother, my brother lived there for a, a lot longer than I did. He was there up until he's like in his mid-twenties. And he was a bit of a troublemaker. And he ripped down the sign for the nightclub. And it's now in my dad's shed. So if you go to my dad's <laughs> shed, it has a big Cleopatra's sign in the shed with all the dress regulations of how you, like, you cannot get in with this. And so that's <laughs> in John L's shed next to all his Carlton football memorabilia. <laughs> that rules. Yeah. But um, yeah, that were the two nightclubs. So it was Greens and then there was... And then for the adults... It was Irish Murphy's. Oh, Irish Murphy's. Right. I like that. Maybe, yeah, yeah it was. I, th- I think it was Irish Murphy's. Maybe that's the one in Launceston. I'm getting I love confused, that they have to point yeah. out that it's Irish Murphy's. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is a Greek Murphy's. <laughs> yeah, so it was the Irish bar. I, I think I'm getting the name wrong. I'm sure there'll be people who listen and go, that's not true. But um, yeah, that was, but that was, I always remember that was where the more mature clientele went. The year tears uh, of the of you know yeah. you get the year tears <laughs> yeah. after that. But uh, yeah, all, everyone ended up at Greens anyway. That was the, that was the place. Yeah, that was an was it a like? Have you been there as an adult? Like yeah, you back? I went back to my twenty year anniversary, high school anniversary, and this was like a couple of years ago. And we started off at like the the surf club. That's where we had the dinner, and it was nice. And then we went to some other bar for some drinks, and then everyone was like. Let's just go to Greens. What do we do? What do we even pretend we're not going to go there? <laughs> yeah, and exactly. so we went there and it was, hadn't changed, but it mm. was like, everyone's there. There's like the pool room, then there's a dance floor, huge, huge smoking area. Like, ev- like I'd say 50% of the people in Birdie smoke. Like it's yeah. Just, it's like, yeah. And so yeah. that's where you'd go. You'd go, if you want to see people you went to high school with or people you knew, you'd go to the smoking area. They're all there. Were there right. any good mainland DJs on that night? Yeah, there were some mainland DJs and people were there like, do you, do you know this person? I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> Josh, you live in Melbourne. Yeah. You must know all these guys. Straight off the ferry. Yeah. Oh, here he is. <laughs> oh, man. Like everyone smokes it, but they, they get rid of the paper factory that everyone's just still addicted to smoking. Yeah. Some yeah, They just yeah. don't realize they've been smoking their whole life. Yeah, like, yeah. i got to fucking do this. Um, yeah. I saw a thing. Uh, it was just a, an article, and it was somewhere between Bernie. So it was an old couple who would, I think they were visiting their daughter in Bernie, and they were driving between there and Roseberry. Roseberry, yep. Yeah, which is about an hour and a half or just over an hour and a half from yep. Google Maps. And so somewhere, somewhere along there, they've claimed to have seen, which is you know sort of similar to here in Sydney, in out in the mountains, they've claimed to see a, a, a panther, like a big, oh. massive black cat. Did you have that growing? Like, was that a rumor going around? No, it was always Tasmanian tigers because they're right. extinct. And everyone, but I remember my old flatmate when I was at uni, she uh, had a beach house. Her parents had a beach house on the east coast, so Rosebery's the west coast. And I'll, I'll come back to Rosa because there's a, a great story there. But uh, on the East Coast, and she goes, I was driving one night and I, saw, I swear I saw a Tassie tiger. I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, well, it was like, just like a, I saw like a big dog. And I'm like, maybe you saw a big dog. <laughs> and she's like, oh no, like it had no owner. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, she swears it was a Tassie tiger. Right. But um, on Rosebury, Rosebury is an amazing town. So it's like all that West Coast, like Queenstown, Rosebury, like it's all mining towns and it's people are there for a short time and they leave. And it's so the Queenstown football oval has no grass on it because for years <laughs> they couldn't grow grass because the pollution. And so it's kind of this gravelly sand. Oh, and so oh. I, I played three games of football there. And you quickly learn to roll. If you get tackled, you just roll. And so it's horrible. But when I was at uni, I, I did teaching. And one of the guys in my course did went down to Rosebury for his placement. And he thought, oh, I'll get I'll get uh, my drive my car there, but it's, everything's close. I'll just take my bike as well and I'll, I'll ride my bike to school and all that kind of stuff and just do something while I'm there. there. And you don't ride a bike in Tassie, that's such a weird thing to do as an adult. Like no one's, and so he he stopped out the front of a pizza place when he and waited for his pizza. And when he came out, his bike was covered in spit. <laughs> like <laughs> people just was. <laughs> 
absolutely covered his bike in just spit. And I was like, this is such a weird thing to go, oh, there's a bike. Oh, greeny spit. But yeah. <laughs> like how multiple people must have yeah. like covered. <laughs> or some kid just spitting out of every single <laughs> really hocking it up. Inch of the bike, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that, like, so was it, was it Rosebury has no grass on the Roval. And Bernie's, oh, yeah. yeah, Bernie's oval's like a hill. Like you guys just <laughs> yeah. don't know where to put your footy ovals. So because like, <laughs> I remember on, Kathy Freeman was interviewed on Roy and HG and they talked about, because she would always do the, the summer carnivals, the running carnivals, and Bernie has the Bernie gift. And it's, yes. the New Year's, it's the New Year's Day sports. And she competed one year and she said, like, you start on the at zero and you cannot see the finish line because of the hill. Like you're running uphill and then the last 10 metres you're running downhill. So you know you got some strength left at the end there. It's like on the Tour de France or something getting on the the mountain. I mean, that's a good thing for the the low... That is home field advantage, essentially. Knowing that when it's downhill, you're almost at the end. It's also the thing... So the Newsday Sports, it was uh, running, cycling and wood chopping. They were the sports... (laughs) And so the wood chopping's in the middle. And so I don't know if you... Do you even know who David Foster is? Is he a chainsaw guy? No. Champion Axeman. World champion. Axeman, yeah. Okay. And when I was a kid, he was as famous as Michael Jordan. In Tas- <laughs> like, here's the thing. Like, everyone knew who David Foster was. He was on every every ad in Tasmania. He was like the guy. And it was like, oh, everyone must know who David Foster is. And then you get to like, move to Melbourne. Like, no uh, one's heard uh, of David Foster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Josh has just got like a silhouette of this guy like yeah. that on, on his boots. Yeah, just the Foster. Just a bunch of people Air in fucking Foster. coffee shops in Melbourne being like, you mean David Foster Wallace. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why. Because me and uh, the bedroom philosopher, also from Bernie, would make David Foster, David Foster Wallace jokes. Go, oh, no one's getting these. <laughs> so they would do all these wood chopping events and wood flies everywhere. And then they're like, all right, clear the wood chopping. Here's some running. And so athletes, like runners are running and there's chunks of wood on the, like in lane one and two. It's like, it couldn't have been safe. This is the most ridiculous triathlon of all time. Yeah. You gotta run, you gotta swim, and then you gotta hack at this log. That's, That's also thank you so much for explaining the Bernie gift a little because I swear I have about right now I probably have four internet tabs open about oh. the Bernie gift that I was like it, I can't just bring it up because it yeah. it seems impenetrable to me, but they think it's really interesting. And one of them was like, everyone in 1977 remembers uh, this was the day that Elvis died. But in Bernie, we remember it as some guy winning a bike race or something. Yes, I was going to yeah. say. So his name, I forget his name. It was, oh, so Danny, oh, do you have it there? I probably do. I've got I've got so many Bernie gift articles up. Because <laughs> my dad- like Brett Easton. They, they, yeah. <laughs> they talk about it, and I cannot remember his name, but Danny uh, Clark. Danny Clark, yeah, that's it. And so he was a Bernie guy who, and apparently came from nowhere. And the story every year gets bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> and it was always like because people would come. So the Bernie gift and the stall gift. The stall gift is quite a famous one, and you'd always get the stall gift winners coming to Bernie to run the race. And it's one of those ones where it's off scratching. So someone might be running off 20 metres and someone running off zero. And so mm. you've just got to catch them. And so it's always that thing with the wherever you're, you're placed in the starting lineup. You know, oh, they're off four. They're not going to win. But, oh, this year we're off 13. So they're in with a chance. And so if the local guy wins, it's like just the biggest news. And like they are just... The king of, they're the king of Bernie. And it's just like, yeah, you walk around for a whole year, it's going, that guy won the gift, that guy won the gift. So, yeah, there's yeah, a guy called right. Brendan Smart, who I think he's the last Bernie person who went, won the gift. And it's like, he's just the king of Bernie. Jeez. So, so Danny, so Danny Clark was the first one. He was a cyclist, yeah. So he, but I think because he came from scratch and won it and beat, beat mainlanders, you see. And so yeah. that was a big thing. But it was on the New Year's Day sports. And so, you know, you get people, Coming over and it's New Year's Eve, so they you know they want to have a drink, and so the next day they're ru- they're running with hangovers. Yeah, and it's yeah, like right. it's also where where the oval is. It's got a such a terrible headwind because it's just right on the we're right on the ocean there, and so it's one of the coldest places in in the world. Like you just get like winds coming from Africa, like coming straight. There's nothing else there that they come yeah. straight across, and so it's so cold down there and so people aren't used to how cold the wind's going to be and so the local people yeah they do it all right 
<laughs> yeah, great. it does recontextualize everything because that, that the article about the bike, the guy winning the bike race, the guy was like, I had a good vantage point watching him up near the wood chips. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't understand what they're talking about. <laughs> There used to be like cricket, like the uh, in the nets, the cricket nets, and there'd be people like sitting on top of it. And I was there one year, and there was I'd say there was like a hundred kids sitting on top of the cricket nets, and then it just collapsed. Oh wow! Oh. Jesus! And, and luckily, no one got hurt, but it wasn't a like no one got in trouble. It was just like, oh, what were they doing? They were watching the race. Oh yeah, of course they were out there. Yeah, that's fine. That's exactly what you do. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it was like. <laughs> I, I think of some of the things we did down there in the 80s, just going, oh, there's, yeah, of course. Like, I also remember they used to have um, AFL games, like the preseason games go play in Burnie. And so you'd see like VFL, AFL teams. But because it was at the Burnie football oval and everyone was so comfortable going in the change rooms and all that kind of stuff when it was normal Burnie teams playing, when like Carlton played there, me and my dad and my brothers just went into the change rooms, just thinking, <laughs> yeah, we could. And I had, I remember they played St Kilda, and so we went into the St Kilda change rooms, and like Nicky Widmar, I don't know if you follow AFL at all, but all his stuff was just there. And my dad got a photo of me standing in Nicky Widmar's shoes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they're, they're on the oval play, like doing warm ups. And I'm just going, like, he's got his wallet and jeans as like, and I'm just standing in Nicky Widmar's shoes, and dad's taking a photo. It's like. <laughs> Through his ID. Yeah, it's Bernie, good. a comprehensive history of the Earl family pilfering yeah. <laughs> property. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is Nicky Winmar's uh, driver's license. <laughs> this is the Queen's cup and plates. Uh, <laughs> his uh, name's actually Terry Winmar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, As a, yeah, that. Uh, there's, I mean, this isn't good for the pod, but I highly recommend you check it out. At the last year's Bernie gift, uh, apparently a streaker invaded, and it was oh. just a guy wearing shorts, and he got brutally spear tackled by one of the <laughs> event organizers. And I watched it; it's very funny. But I was just like, eh, not, so he's just wearing not wearing a shirt. Last, What's maybe the that's the last between... five minutes of the pod thing. So yeah, he was a shirt away from just being second place. Like he yeah. was wearing like he was. Well, I, I think that's what they said. They were saying in the article that some people. Should Shouted out, he's just a runner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Man, um, that's all I've got, fella. You guys got well, any other Yeah, stuff? I was going to say, Jamie, do you want to uh, wrap the last? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Josh, we usually have two questions for people before we wrap up. The first is, if someone says to you, Josh, I'm visiting Bernie and I want a 24-hour itinerary. I want something to do morning, afternoon, and night. What do you tell them to do? All right, um, morning. Okay, so go get, just get like a, go to Brumbies or no, Banjo's is what it's called. It's like just a, a chain bakery, but they do really good like croissants there. Get a croissant and then walk to the park, the Bernie Park. It's very nice. The park's nice. There used to be an emu who lived there in the park <laughs> and every kid who ever grew up in Bernie from like I'd say 85 to 97 has a story about that emu attacking them it was just this <laughs> horrible emu who hated kids and would just like attack people did uh, it ever go after you? yeah I got nipped many a time but also <laughs> there's so many kids who would go and poke it just to go oh, I want to see if the emu's going to do anything <laughs> but the park is lovely the park is very nice so go have that there uh, then I would go to oh, where would I go? I'd uh, I'd go to Guide Falls and that's um, the home of um, platypus. So it's like more platypus in the, at Guide Falls than anywhere else in the world. Right. Oh, wow. So right. you, you could go there, see some platypi and uh, do that. I don't know where to go for lunch, uh, but for dinner, go to Rialto's. Uh, it's the Italian restaurant there. It's 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 been there for like forty years, I'd say, and it's been the nicest the nicest yeah. restaurant there for forty years. It's if you go into Rialto's, it's oh, it's a fancy night out. <laughs> I don't, is, that I don't like, know. is that like being seventeen and taking your first date there? It's yeah. like your first adult. Absolutely, I remember I did that when with my girl when I was sixteen. Went on a proper date because. She was complaining that in America people date, but in Bernie everyone just kind of goes with each other and you don't do it. So I went, all right, let's go. And I remember the wait 
waitress come up to her goes, oh, well, I won't be needing uh, wine list for you two. And kind of just went, all right, I'm like, oh, great. Get me a high chair. Chuck um, <laughs> <laughs> your beer beer um, and then uh, I'll a chicken nugget. dinosaur nugget bolognese. <laughs> <laughs> I want a chucky milk, please. <laughs> then uh, try and get someone to drive you up Mount Road, uh, which is just kind of – you can do blockies around the city c- CBD, but they've kind of – that used to what you everyone would just do blockies around the CBD – and yell stuff out at people. And then if you wanted to go, you'd go up Mount Road and try to, because it was two lanes, you'd have a race up there. Uh, so go up there and then you'd have to you'd have to go to Green's Hotel. You don't know what mainland DJ is yeah. going to be there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that, that would be Bernie for me. There's not much else to do in Bernie. Apart sounds from like and, a great day. Pretty go and see some platypus. Yeah. Yeah. And the yeah. last question we have, Josh, is when all is said and done, you've achieved everything you want through comedy, through podcasts, through everything when all is said and done would you move back to bernie to settle down uh no i would not <laughs> uh although i i would i would visit it as much as i i, I could it, it it's getting a lot nicer in in the late 90s when everything was shut down it was a very grim place and then when it, when they realized they had a beach and they could tidy that up and actually move some shops down there that's mm, yeah. when it started yeah. realizing oh this is actually quite nice so Kind of like, yeah, I kind of like that story about it. It's taken them 40 years to realize yeah. that they could potentially be a tourist destination. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> they just need a, a craft distillery like yeah. everywhere else in Oh, Tasmania. they've got a whiskey distillery. No, go, yeah, go to the whiskey. Found some. Yeah, go to the whiskey, Lark Distillery. Go there. That's, that's instead of, have lunch there. That's the go. I didn't yeah, know where to go for lunch. I was considering there. buying some for the pod, but it's I, really good. Yeah, I've heard it's great. Yeah. What was it? What was it called? Lark. Lark, Lark Distillery. I did do one of the worst gigs ever in my life there. Uh, <laughs> oh, please. Oh, tell us bad about hometown it gigs. You've oh, got to no. tell us about it. Uh, it was for, for some Christmas dinner and I was going down there for Christmas and so this, the Toyota dealership down there said, I would do it. and we've got all the, all the staff here and I was brought on and there was like, just no one wanted to listen because they were at their Christmas dinner and like, yeah, why yeah. do we want to listen to this guy? And so they listened for the first 10 minutes and I said to the guy organising, oh, because he goes, oh, we'll get you on 10 minutes here and then have a break with entree and then you'll come back and then have a break and then come Love back. That. I'm like, just let me do all half hour in the one spot because people aren't going to listen. And then in the first five, like 10 minutes, they listened all right. And then the second one, no hope. And I said to him, I don't have to go on if you don't want me to go on because I think it's going to ruin these people's enjoyment. And he goes, no, no, we've paid for you to go on. And then I did the last 10 and I had after gig, every single person there came up to me and go, hey, sorry about the people talking. And I'm like, that was you. I can see you. <laughs> but every single person was like, yeah, sorry for those guys talking. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Unreal. Oh, oh thanks so good. much. Thanks for yeah. coming on. Josh, do you have um, on. stuff yeah, to plug? Yeah. yeah, anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, just listen to my podcast, Don't You Know Who I Am, comes out every single Thursday. And uh, yeah, a bunch of cool people have done it. So yeah. Awesome. Wonderful. Get on it. Thanks Very so much. pod. Jeff. And as always, please like, yes. subscribe, share this five star review. Everyone what listening, uh, what else? We're trying to do some Zoom stuff uh, in lockdown. We're going to be locked down for another ten years by the looks of it. So uh, <laughs> yeah. cases aren't really dropping down to zero as we keep hoping. But uh, anyway, yeah, see thanks. It's really reaching for episodes. Foxtel IQ with Cameron James' <laughs> brother. Uh, uh, but yeah, anyway, thanks everybody for listening, and yeah, um, yeah we'll 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 uh, chat next time. See you guys. Yeah. Catch us later. See you, see next you week. everybody. Bye bye. Bye.